0: once more to the last segment of this evening's edition of Talking Point and as I said earlier on, we've got a lot of bodies in the studio and some of these bodies are big bodies. The focus is going to be uh, transformation in rugby. It's been discussed before it's still being discussed and I'm certain as we go into the future it will still be debated quite heavily and uh, Kamal Salasa is here. He's going to be interviewing the various guests that we've got here. I believe Peter Villiers will be online. Kamal just give us a round. Salam alaikum to you. Give us well, an on uh, the guests that you've got around you.
1: Indeed, we do have uh, quite an illustrious panel. The listeners of, of of breakfast beat would also be aware of the fact that uh, there've been a few there's been dialogues around uh, Cape Town and around the country. In fact, around the transformation policy of the Springboks has it been a success, has it been a failure, has it been working for the people. Is it representative? All these questions um, that have been put out to the public effectively, where the public have the opportunity to give voice to their concerns, and um, it does seem that that has Actually turned out to be a lot more constructive. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, from what you see in the media, oftentimes you can get quite cynical about the way people per- perceive it, uh, saying that it's a racist thing, and then on the other side saying that um, you know why, why do we have the Cape Crusaders in Cape Town, for example, all these niggly issues you'd expect it to become quite cynical. But from what, from all accounts, it's been quite productive. Alhamdulillah. Mm. Um, so we've got uh, quite in the, uh, we've got uh, what can you say the core effectively ah, of yes. those dialogues in studio this evening to maybe just tell us more about those dialogues that have been taking place um, maybe just introduce uh, starting on my right-hand side we've got Anne Siroki, the former number one uh, volleyball player um, I believe it is uh, good evening to you thanks for coming on
2: thank you good evening uh, um, cl- um. Kalam. Kamal. Kamal, yeah, it's Kamal. Good, and salam Alaikum to the listeners. It's great to be back at Voice of the Cape mm. once again this evening in Absolute. another portfolio.
1: Mm. Absolute pleasure to have you. Um, as Bhutaj Amil just uh, makes his way out, I think Bhutaj Amil is going to still be short watching break. us. So for a short break, inshallah. <laughs> we also have uh, the pleasure of uh, having Aslam Tofi in studio at the moment. Also um, uh, very involved with the Springboks, the uh, Springbok lock at one stage as well. Uh, salaamu Alaikum.
0: Wa alaikum salam, Kamal, and salam alaikum to the listeners. Yes, I was a player that, you, that played in the SACOS era for Sa, for Saru, you know, the, the real Saru. <laughs> and I had the pleasure of being the lock forward. Hmm. And I um, had the pleasure to go over to America to end my rugby career on in the island of Bermuda, playing against the All Blacks, Scotland, Wales, Ireland, England, players like Wade Dooley. Uh, and uh, it's got a uh, lot of people that I can mention, yeah. But uh, today. We're talking about transformation,
1: indeed, we are, and we're speaking about the spring box as well. Um, inshallah, we've also got in studio uh Nadim Hendricks, the principals of Traf's of Trafalgar High School, or um, more commonly known as Traf's, one could say. Um, mm. we also had his, uh, ins- interestingly, the volleyball national volleyball colors as well.
3: No, I was the national mm. volleyball uh, manager. Assalamu alaikum wa Um, um Glad to be back on Voice of the Cape, speaking about a very important issue affecting our country. Mm.
1: Then we have Munya Saruchera, the director of the Labyrinth Consulting, who is a social change in consulting firm and also in conjunction with independent newspapers are hosting the entirety of the dialogues. Good evening to you. Thanks for joining us.
4: Uh, hello, Kamal. Thank you for having
1: me and uh, hello to your listeners. Um, so if we could start with you, because uh, of course um, having to put this entire thing together, these dialogues, there must have been some impetus behind it. We've seen in the media, it's, been, um, it's basically been for, the rage since before the, the squad actually got announced. Could you talk to us about the need for, for for these dialogues in the context of the Springboks and the fact that only eight of them are of colour this year, are going into the World Cup?
4: But, uh, th- thank you Kamal um, I think from our side is Labyrinth Consulting I must emphasize that we, we are a consulting firm That is uh, you know, in the social change And community development space We also do facilitate uh, you know, Social processes uh, Often very complex ones And transformation happens With just one of those things And it happens at different levels But with regards to the current sports transformation dialogue series That is currently going on um, We'll be having our third one on uh, Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the SABC studios uh, in, in Cape Town, at the Sea Seapoint. Um, the way this whole thing started is that there was a lot of, you know, uh, Facebook, you know, uh, exchanges around uh, transformation generally, and particularly when the, you know, uh, Springbok uh, squad was, uh, was chosen. And I think it began even a bit more heated, and there was a lot of that in the media, you know, in the different social platforms, uh, social uh, media platforms. Um, we saw a lot of things happening. Also, I think even in, uh, in the Southern Cape, there was a whole incident of jersey, burning of the Springboks jersey. Mm. Uh, there's been a lot of things, but uh, the whole Facebook-based uh, discussions that took place. There were people like uh, Peter Higgers, uh, Cameron Dagmo, and others. You know, and by virtue of being, uh, you know, in touch with these people via Facebook. Uh, we also began to participate with them, you know, just exchanging views. And, uh, but from our side, as of Consulting, our, our point of entry was, should this end up as just a Facebook discussion? Why mm. don't we take it out there into the community mm. where the real things have been? And through our work, we've come across a number of communities. Um, in Langa, in Guguletu you know people are also just talking about transformation across a whole lot of sports courts not just rugby I must mm-hmm. emphasize so as a result of that you know uh, we were then approached by you know um, those of us who were involved in the Facebook exchanges around transformation they then asked us okay why don't we get this thing going out into the community how do we go about it We didn't have any money and we still don't have any money. It was a zero budget, you know. But then we thought, should that really stop us from Hmm. getting this out into the community? Uh, Through the various networks that people have, uh, a number of people played instrumental roles. Cameroon Dagmo, I must mention, he approached the independent media to see how they could support this, and they said they were willing to be media partners. Um, They didn't have any money to put into it, but they are willing to um, report on whatever issues that were being generated and coming out of the dialogues. And then through that, you know, we got in touch with, you know, with Rafauga High, thanks to, you know, Nadim and Riggs, um, who willingly and gladly, you know, uh, agreed to host the first uh, dialogue. That was on the 2nd of September at uh, at their school. And (coughs) at that dialogue, we're looking at, you know, uh, taking stock of transformation uh, since unification or since 1994. We had a number of people that were approached, you know, and because, again, this was a zero-budget initiative, the passion... An interest that a lot of uh, you know people mm. were showing uh, just became the current so on which basis I think these dialogues have been sustained to this point. I must say. Um, so we had a number of people at the, at the initial dialogue at, uh, at Trafalgar High on the second, and um, you know we had Judge uh, Siraj Desai chairing. Uh, we had Nadim Hendricks himself, the principal at Trafalgar High, as a panelist. We had Liz McGregor, a well-known author on rugby issues. She was also a panelist. We had Anne Siroki, who is here with us tonight, who mm. was also one of the uh, panelists and then with Max Buzani, the special advisor to the Minister of Sport uh, who was also one of the panelists mm-hmm. and um, uh, Aslam Tofi was one of those okay fantastic. so yeah so and, and i think so basically you know the the traction and feedback we got from the first dialogue was phenomenal and then we started getting requests
1: to take this out of cape town because they're
4: saying that transformation is not just a city-based thing mm. we also wanted and
1: of course that uh, leads us to uh, where we are which is on wednesday night where it will be the combination um we do have to take a quick ads break and we are going to get to our other guests just after this thank you <clears throat> Welcome back to Talking Point. The time is now eight twenty-three. Um, we've got former Springbok coach there and the current director of rugby at the University of the Western Cape, that's UWC. That's Peter de Villiers. He joins us online. Good, uh, good evening, sir. Good evening,
5: Kamal.
1: How are you? Um, uh, very well, thank you. How are you?
5: Even the bad bands are good, eh? <laughs>
1: Indeed. Um, just maybe to, to you've obviously been part of uh, the bog dialogue that have that has been taken that has been taking place throughout um, uh, the Western Cape. Uh, I'd just like to ask, with regards to eight, eight players of colour going through to the World Cup, twenty years after um, winning the World Cup, um, and that of course being a rallying point for all races at that particular point in time, does eight players this year in 2015 represent a failure?
5: Um, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to enter into the number of players at this time. I, I rather want to enter into. Uh, as soon as you enter into the number of players, you, you, you force people into a, into a, into a team. I rather want to enter into the, the merit of the guys who are left out. You know, um, uh, even even if there's a thirty percent or a fifty percent. They will stop there, and and, and I mean we had three or four guys who could have been in that team to make it even twenty or 60 again. So, so I, I I just don't want to get the numbers. that. I want to go to how good is the team? How nothing individual there? How good is the team? And do they uh, enhance each other's uh, strength? Um, is there too much weaknesses? Those are the little things. And 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 I think um, when you come to to that
1: question that you asked that um, yeah, I don't think there was a lot
5: of honesty here. Hmm. Not, not a lot of
3: honesty. Um, oh, uh, hello Peter, how
5: are you?
3: You're a good brother, how are you? Nadimia, you yourself? can hear you. you in the country, no okay? I just want to ask you, why are you involved in this transformation debate?
5: the reason why i want to be involved in in in, in this transformation debate is, is, is simple um uh there's a there's a there's a verse in the bible you know it you know the bible better than me there's a verse in the bible they say you must love you must love your neighbor as yourself now now it's hard for 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 what the the the, the, the previous government did to us it's hard for them to love themselves and, and, and by doing this, they're covering it up, by, by, by not being honest with us, by not, they're not, they're not coming clear and, 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 and tell us um, what they really, really, really feel for, 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 for people like us, you know. And, and that is the reason why I'm there. And, and then, um, I, I, Apartheid taught me how to fight, and that fight isn't done. And the youngsters, they, are, they can't fight because there's nothing to fight. So they can't fight. So they just give up easily. And, and, and when they give up, they go into drugs, they go into all those mischiefs. Uh, the parents have problems with the children. It's because we take the hope away of, of our children to become something in their own country, you know. Mm, mm. indeed
1: um if I could maybe turn my attention to um asam tofi uh, we've just heard reference made to learning how to fight through the apartheid era and we've just heard stories now about um uh, your particular exploits overseas as well as um in south africa it's it's been a fight and, and the fight continues, isn't it
0: yeah you know what what this type of thing challenges comes challenges will present itself, you know and um we have to say that this fight has been coming on since my time. And we took the challenges at that time and we ca- became, you know, sportsmen. And uh, what we did was we, we challenged those difficulties and uh, the, 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 the situation that we found ourselves in, in on the sporting grounds. For instance, like I was just relating to a friend of mine and we played a SAA game, SAA Cup game in Port Elizabeth. We first had to go and put up the poles. Then we had to go and clear the grounds from all the manure of the horses and pick up all the stones that was there. This was a SA Cup game. And then we, we played that SA Cup and the people that played there, they were great players. They were players like your Sali Fredericks, your, your Kasim Jabaz, uh, Tambalabwana, Archie makele You know, we played on Dan Kwekwe Kwe Stadium And this is the great Dan, Uncle Dan, we used to call him, you know. And we played against people like Bantu played. I played with, um, you know, Steve Sweaty. I played with uh, the Minister of of, uh, Prisons that time. Um, But, you know, like Nondi Balfour, we played against people like that. But it never occurred to us that things were tough or things were hard. Mm. It was easy for us to go through that and, and of course, we we developed great, great players out of that. But the struggle today, today is a different struggle, in terms of what we find in our communities now is that our youth, our youth will never rise because we have got this problem of drugs and gangsterism and, and we've got, for me, transformation is not about black and white. It was never about black and white for me it was about the hunger and the poverty and the degradation you know and the gangsterism and the drugs because if we didn't uh if we didn't uh, do anything about that there was nothing going to be forthcoming for us now this is the challenge that we have now we didn't have that kind of challenge that time Mm -hmm. and we excelled at that time but uh, i think the challenge that's facing us now is an enormous one. So how are we going to bring uh, uh, any form of uh, merit selection? For 20 years, we had 20 years of democracy in this country, and the playing field has never been levelled. Mm. Because, you know, what they have done that was, was very hurtful to me as a player or as a sportsman, They would, uh, the scouts would come into our areas in Langa, Guguletu, you know, and Mitchell's Plain, Menenberg. They would take the best out of our schools or out of our clubs. They would then take them to the more affluent areas to go play for Weinberg boys or bishops. or so. They take that one guy out of there. They give him the best of facilities, which is still... Being given to the so-called privileged people that is, you know, playing there in those clubs and those schools, and uh, they would leave the entire community behind. That they've taken that youngster out of there, mm. and that youngster, at the end of the day, there was there was really no it, uh, uh, you know, equality given to him either. His chances for even playing was also very very little. Mm. Because we have got this problem that um, we, we really haven't developed We haven't really given people a fair chance Even if we, they were taken out And mm. with that they left our entire community behind No facilities, no skill trainings, no physical You know the people are physical today in the rugby Physical, if you're not a physical guy You're never going to play But I just want to bring one point You know in, in a time of apartheid I We were all activists but I want to take my school days When we went to school We got our cod liver oil We got our peanut butter and bread We got our nutrition We got tablets You know, it was all given to us in the schools but they've taken all those structures away. Mm. I then asked the question, who took our structures away from the Greenpoint track? Because we developed great players from the Greenpoint track. Who is responsible for having taken mm. away all our structures and left us with nothing and they left us behind? So I want to address that in transformation. And then, you know, I say we've got four years Four years to the next World Cup, this, this rugby team, this uh, uh, Springbok team is gone. The mayors uh, and those people got their contracts. There's nothing you're going to do about it. But if we do not bring transformation and, and, and give merit selection and give, you know, give, give true understanding to what Mr. Mandela said in the Rainbow Nation, if we don't bring that, how can we ever say that we are a rugby nation? Mm. Where we take people that's played for years somewhere else, or we bring them to South Africa, we put them in the Springbok team. Mm. We take people that's over the age, coming from old age homes, we put them into the Springbok team. We put people that is half crippled, they've been through the hospital, put them in the Springbok team. And we overlook all the potential that we have. I say we can rather lose with dignity, with dignity and build like the All Blacks did today, you see a magnificent all black team and that is where we got to start from Indeed. primary school to our our uh, senior schools we got to look at the under 15s we got to look at the under 19s we got to bring academies into the into our areas we got to we got to be on tv not on Cape tv we got to be on those tvs that plays the affluent clubs plays the affluent Indeed. schools that is what we want to see that's what we need to see indeed and we need if to bring I... those facilities to our areas yes we do have to can i,
5: uh, can, I can i just add something here what aslam said um aslam left out one one significant thing mm-hmm. um um and i don't even want to 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 it because it will, will bring some some tears to his eyes um the cup that we played for how they took that away some some they play they play for that yes, somewhere yes, yes. In, the, in the lower league of of the SRRB uh, um, competitions I don't know I don't know who's playing for it yeah. but I mean that is what people gave their lives for that brought uh, communities together you know, I, 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 I said, still yes. remember how Aslam takes, uh, along the uh, along the field but it's fine those little things brought that it brings back that memories that nobody can 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 replace you know and they took that totally away from us
0: Hmm. Peter they took Indeed. all they took all our silverware. That hmm. we came with a, with our cups. And it was put into a cupboard somewhere. And it was never played for again. So our oh. silverware when we came over with the, the um you know, what oh, do you call it Nadine? All our trophies. Yeah, this, this was put in the in the, in a cupboard, never to be seen again. Wow. Nobody plays we for it. Up Indeed. Hey? yeah You gave up too much yeah we we trusted them peter it We trusted. that way we trusted.
1: if i could turn to Anne Soroki, a former south african number one volleyball player um we let's broaden the broaden the discussion a bit we're speaking about rugby we've also heard made mention of the fact that uh, sports as a whole in south africa needs to look at transformation more uh, more rigorously if one can put it that way why is Transformation, um, let's speak about a fundamental question. Why is transformation so important in the context of South Africa? Well, today?
2: you know, I've, I've kind of said quite a few things that I wanted to, but I actually took, put pen to paper today, and I, I was saying, yes, the apartheid, inferior education, segregation, group areas act, racism. We fought for, we sang, we shall overcome. Someday, as deep in our hearts, we did believe that. We now are standing At a different threshold And I want to still ask our people What are we committed to We were committed in such a way That we would we would die For what we believed in It is about changing Is it about changing the SA Springbok Emblem or is it about creating A better and a brighter future For all A future whereby we don't just Write a child in sport is a child out of court but we truly rid ourselves of racism get rid of the notion that X model C schools are better than other schools in underprivileged communities in essence we now still saying education is a privilege and it's not a right for every human being how can a new South Africa, when Nelson Mandela said he wanted to use our emblem and say that is the emblem that's going to be uniting us. But like Aslam said earlier, we had a 95 World Cup. There was a 2007, there was a 2010 World Cup where people were actually singing, we're getting closer. This is our moment. But what has happened since then? Education got affected. Sports were removed from schools. Sports fields got destroyed as holistic minds, basically, spiritual, spirituality was not taught. No more it opened doors. For, for what did it open doors? For evil, for gangsterism, prostitution, substance abuse, malnutrition, teen pregnancies, smokerlacer, beans, As joblessness, teen school dropouts, Poverty, hunger, hijacking Rape, abuse, robberies And more and more squatters Homelessness, street kids And people's safety on the street In their own homes All come under threat A hungry child Is an angry child mm. We're expecting our children today To take up their plight In their sports But they don't even have a meal For the next day When they go home, what do they have? Pride was more important than prejudice. Money was a means to an end. And not the end in itself. I listened to Aslam. I played netball. I played netball in the older part era. We went off to Worcester. When we got to Worcester. There was no accommodation for us. We basically had to clean the gyms. And then. Somebody out there. In a hostel. Would bring us beds to sleep on. But you know what. The tournament continued. What happened is, we fought for righteousness, not to be right. Education then meant a better future. It maybe wasn't the education that everybody wanted, but all of us in the room went through that system. If one child in the neighborhood excelled, everyone rejoiced. And what happened during those times? I was, I'm a child from the 16th. In my school, St. Mary's, our fields were there. I went to Salt River High School. Our fields were green. When they decided, when I stopped playing volleyball and I retired at the age of 40, I went to schools because now I wanted to start education through sports. I got to schools, and what was the first thing that wasn't in place? I'm at Rosmead Central Primary School in Kenilworth. I'm at Garlandale Primary School. The fields are nowhere to be seen. The young children, they come out They are happy All they want to do is to play But who is dictating A better future mm-hmm. Just, we, we are tonight again Sitting around the table Talking about the bait of sports God went flying out by the door We grew up in the era Where we were saying the our father <coughs> I don't want to go to Heidelberg again And see Ten children mm-hmm. Islam, Playing
0: On a a field With a shoe for a rugby ball With a shoe Mm
2: -hmm. for a rugby ball Where did that come from? When we fought for a new South Africa People, we need to start saying God first Mm. We need to grow a new steadfastness As people within ourselves And all of those things We respected our neighbours When one child in the community excelled Everybody mm. came together To mm. make it happen For that particular child What do you say?
1: Mm. Uh, we're going to get to uh, the principal Nadim uh, uh, Hendricks just after this break
2: talking, point. Talking, point. Talking. talking
1: Welcome back to Talking Point The time is now 8.43 We've still got Peter de Villiers on the line The former, former Springbok coach um, uh, Good evening uh, uh, thank, you, thank you for your patience thus far
5: I'm fine, but the people around you, that, that's, a, that's a mean team. Right?
1: That's a mean team. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. I'd just like to maybe get your thoughts on uh, something that's been in the media in the last one or two weeks. Uh, Oregon Hoskins, having come out and uh, quite, uh, quite critical of Kasato's position, and uh, as well as the general transfer, the tone of the transformation debate, he seemed quite irate at times. Um, he, his basic argument was the fact that there is a plan for transformation in place at the moment, and that the team, as it stands, is competitive internationally. Nationally, and, uh, he, and he basically implied that should the team be changed It might compromise the competitiveness of the Springboks Would you agree with that assessment from Oregon Hoskins?
5: Okay, firstly I want to say to you uh, The plan that Oregon Hoskins has Saru has, 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 write it down with a rubber Nobody can see it Nobody understands it <laughs> That's number one The second thing is If you're the, you the president of Saru you can just call a media conference you have the platform you don't have to write an open letter to the public you show your Mm -hmm. face you tell them what you are doing but because they are because they they are, are fooling the people because they don't understand what they are doing and because they're running an agenda you know you know when you forget who you are when you forget where you came from if you forget uh, what you're there for, then you will forget where you're going to. And the bad thing of that is, wherever he's off to, whenever he gets there, you will never know that he's there because he don't know where he's going. And that is our biggest problem with our leadership at this moment. He- and when he came out and talked that little nonsense that he spoke, um, he expects people um, from the from the deaf school to listen to those, to those kind of nonsense. We understand where we're going. We understand what we fight for, and he must understand one thing. Um, we feel so guilty. We as a group, all those people around the table there, we feel so guilty at this moment that we didn't uh, uh, finish our fight, that we gave up too much, gave up too much and, our, and our young boys and girls are giving up their lives. They have nothing to fight. They go into gangsterism and drugs and all those kind of things. So we must now take up the sword again. And if we have to beat somebody, it will be like that.
1: Indeed, um, we have to leave it there. Thanks so much for joining us this evening, um, uh, telephonically. We appreciate your time, uh, Peter Devilliers, former Springbok coach.
5: Thank you for the opportunity. And and, and, and and the people around you, we need the support to keep the hands up high because I'm telling you now, they don't know what what, we're, what the meaning of sacrifice is. They just go on and on and on and on. <laughs> God be with them and to the organization and to the people around you. you know, we have a brilliant and, and, and prosperous season to fill the people in where we're we going to.
1: Indeed. Thanks so much, uh, Mr. De Villiers. Have a wonderful you. evening. Um, so we 've just heard now uh, basically, as the entire interview has gone, um, that uh, you know sports uh, transformation race all these things are inter- intersectional effectively when we 're talking about the transformation debate um, you being from a high school, Trafalgar high school, lot steeped in history when it comes especially to uh, the western Cape area. how does do all of these factors come into play we 've heard about how the schools are now phasing out sports programs there 's no real support when we 're talking about uh, transformation so does that mean that the basis for transformation in a racial sense is being undermined because of the way that schools are being treated? As-salamu uh, Let me just tell
3: you where I come from. I was one of the most important persons in the Secretariat of the Western Province under SARU, and the SACOS. I was also the SARU Assistant Secretary in 1994 at, at Unity Talks. I was also the... Um, the Western Province Secretary and I was also the Sasa South African School Sport Ideological Trainer of the whole country. So I come with a lot of history. And the most important history I come is I refuse to sell my soul to Watani Craven and, and, and those particular people offered in uh, at the last SA Cup in 1998. So I come with a lot of history. More importantly, I never stopped that particular history. I pursued that history until today. Until today. People always told me I must change. I did change. I love South Africa. I cannot love the springbok. It epitomizes racism. It epitomizes cup. It epitomizes oppression. I'm talking about that springbok. And that springbok is the symbol that... They read what Aslam just said, the trophies and the history of our country and the history of that springbok. South Africa was maintained to sustain the particular baskap and superiority of the white people and I say that word in a parenthesis of this particular country that's why we're sitting over here still because while we succumb to their particular pressure while we succumb to the belief that we're going to build a new non racial South Africa they saw through the arrogance they're going to use that symbol to perpetuate their history over and above the history of the white persons of our person. you must Remember Aslam says, and Anne and, and, and says, well, most important thing they said, Aslam spoke about sports was our fight. So Anne spoke about education. our fight if they remember our history properly, we said education in sport is our weapon for freedom. If our weapon against racism, it's our weapon against oppression. We did. We were encouraged to educate ourselves so we can overthrow the apartheid regime. We play sports every Saturday day so that we can show the white man that we are superior. We can do it and put great and great great players. You know the sad. Part this evening, I put on Facebook, now I'm one of the Facebook activists, you know, they, mm. they, they, they use, I, I <laughs> was with Tiger Oaks, Peter Higa and, and, and Cameron creating this particular yeah. debate. Today I restarted another debate and as I, I started a debate from my house in Thornton here and I got a hundred hits. What debate did I start? Wade van Niekerk arrived in South Africa today. Do you know that? Do you know who's Wade van Nikerk? He's the world champion in the 400 mm. meters and there was no, sorry. 400 mm. meters World champion Nobody You know knows. who was on the airport? You know who was on the airport? Only his mother Only his mother Where was our minister of sports? Where was the press? Where was everybody else? But the amount of razzmatazz that they did around this this particular place going to the World Cup. This boy was at the World Championship. He brought, he's the third third fastest runner in the history of the 400 meters. Only his mother was there. Hmm. Is there nothing wrong in this country? So why am I involved in this particular debate as an educationist? Because for me, education and sport is still a weapon a weapon in a fight against the injustices. Because if I give it up, if I give it up, then I might as well throw the towel in as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Because my children must develop holistically, not only to attend geography class and accounting classes, they must be able to develop as human beings, the total development. I see every day, every Saturday, myself and naked sitting here next to me, we go and play rugby. And to and in all the particular areas against the sacks, the bishops, the Paul, your name would be good play. You know how I cry every Saturday, to see the facilities and the stuff that they have, and my children, we have got to see a set of jerseys hmm. up till today. So all I want to say. It, it is, this struggle here is not about transformation in rugby Rugby, uh, or this is not about the springboks, or this is not about mayor This is about what Islam has outlined very clearly And, and over we need to give every child in this damn country The opportunity to be, to be considered, to be selected on merit And that's why those particular children must be given proper facilities at school Mm. They must be giving us proper nutrition. Aslam said, God, they oil at school. I was laughing because that was the truth. A simple, fundamental fact.
1: Mm. We have to leave it there um, and take an aspect. We'll conclude after this. It is now 8.54. Welcome back it. to the concluding remarks of this evening's edition of Talking Point, uh, talking about rugby transformation. We'll ask our guests for their concluding remarks, starting with uh, Brother Aslam Tofi inshallah.
0: Yeah, I've got one minute to say what I have to say. <laughs> you know, we are passionate about what we are saying. but I'm saying now, bring sober advertising into our areas. We have, They have destroyed us already. Bring like MTN, bring Mr. Price, bring that kind of ads to us. Don't bring us those ads that takes us further into the, into the, the, the gutters. The, those, uh, you, know, you know what I'm talking about, into our black areas. They bring ads of, of beer and wine and stuff like that. We don't need that. Bring us sober ads. And then I just wanted to say, you know, uh, Apartheid taught me you know, and I, I placed my trust into apartheid, uh, that apartheid is never going to happen again. And I, I did everything in my power to support the ANC. I said, we had to, yes, they gave us nutrition, the apartheid gave us all of it. They gave us milk, they gave us brown bread, peanut butter. But at the end of the day, we as the ANC, as the government, we must do better. We must do better than that to develop our people. We say we burned the, the, the shabins in our time. Nadim, we burned the shabins. Now they are sending truckloads, truckloads and truckloads of wine into our areas. Hmm. For, for what reason? So the solution for me is bring better facilities. Bring physical uh, training to us, skills training. Bring, bring us the training that people get in their clubs in the affluent areas. Develop our sports grounds. Develop our sports grounds so that we can, for the next four years, we can say we can truly be a rugby nation that's going to be selected on merit. Mm. And I hope I see this day that Allah gives me life to see how many of our talent, because talent you can't coach, eh? Peter DeValleas, you can't coach talent, eh? Mm. Talent you can't coach, and talent is what we have Indeed. in our hearts. Yeah. And I want to conclude, I want to say thank you to the the, the organisers of all of this We hope this is not just a talk show Indeed Um, And Sruki
2: Shukran Kamal for the opportunity I just want to say, you know what We need to transform our (coughs) minds We need to renew our hearts And if we examine all of us That is, I always say, all of us that's over 50 now What are we going to lay our lives down for? we need to lay our lives down for for proper education Aslam said that we need to lay our lives down that the future of our children are not in the balance anymore, that the educators that are at the helm and our principals that are teaching should be respected and that their lives should be made a whole lot easier mm. and the poverty that's currently exists The mindset of poverty, that needs to be moved to a new level. And the government is there. And they can bring all these things back. But we cannot allow people to be alive, but yet die a slow death. Mm. That was never God's intention. Indeed. Um, Chagrin.
1: Nadim Hendricks, uh, could you? Just the very
3: last thing. um, uh, All I need to say is that things are running progressively forward we and my say we i speak as a principal i belong to the and i'm a founder member of the progressive principals association and we have approximately at this stage nearly 200 schools belonging to us and we've decided at the meeting on sat- saturday that we are now going to start the progressive high school sport a sports union now that is going to turn things around because now we're going to base it on the second model of pre-1994 because school sports is dead at school level. The minor sports like volleyball and table tennis and karate is gone. We bring it back. And that is going to be the agent in which we're going to change this particular country and make sure that our (laughs) children get the opportunity to Mm. gain
1: Yeah, Um, Munya, if you could maybe just talk about uh, Wednesday evening. Okay, uh, Shukran Kamal, thank you very much
4: for this. I think on our part uh, <clears throat> we're quite happy this labyrinth consulting myself and my colleague Mr. Tiro London I think we've gotten people to talk, uh, we are not experts in, in rugby or anything but I think in facilitating these debates and allowing people an opportunity to speak to each other and, and I think beyond the conversations it has just proved that despite lack of money we've come this far and I think we'll, we'll continue to go. And as for Wednesday, um, the third installment of the Dialogues is happening at the SABC um, studio in Point from 7pm until 8pm but participants who may want to participate they can uh, contact us at um, uh, 0606022 uh, okay, 06 we'll 06, uh, yeah.
1: Thank you very much No problem Uh, Shukran so much to all our guests and uh, from myself Kamal Salasa I hand over back to Buddha Jamil
0: Kamal, shukran for this and uh, to the panel that's been here this evening for the time that you've sacrificed shukran, thank you very much